Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one. Ow. On a scale. Ah. On a scale. Ow. On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Beyond the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Allgaier. We're here to talk all things Disney from the theme parks, the movies, the TV shows, streaming services, video games, whatever there is Disney. We will talk about it. Uh, so it's been a little bit again. Uh, one, I want to start off the show with congratulations to my friend and friend of the podcast and sometimes contributor to the podcast Logan Stump for getting married uh, last weekend so that's where I was that's why we weren't able to record um, so we were having a good time at their wedding and he is now overseas in Europe on a three-week honeymoon so wow yeah pretty fancy um, and uh, so we're gonna get into some Disney news here uh, we are in the week of Toy Story 4 now uh, you know, Toy Story 4 launches next Friday. We're recording this on Friday the 14th. So we're just uh, seven days away. So we have a little bit of Toy Story 4 news at the end of the show here as we always save the movie news for later. So we'll get it kicking right off here with our uh, theme park news. Uh, good thing is we don't have to worry about covering Hagrid's roller coaster on this show. With its 10-hour wait the other day, um, which I'm sure wasn't actually 10 hours. Uh, I'm sure that was probably close to opening. Because, I mean, like, when I checked it at lunch, it was at 6 hours, and that was not even know. 4 somebody hours into the... Somebody was commenting that they had a friend that was there, and they were waiting 10 hours, and they still hadn't rode it yet. That's crazy. Why would you even get in line? Well, that's I, your that's whole day! What, that's what I was saying. Lucas was talking to me about that, too, and he's like... And, we were talking about it. it's like that that's literally the only thing you can do yep and all these people are saying how it's worth it but i'm like no it's not worth my hundred some dollar entry to just stand in line in the heat all day to ride one ride not worth it all right so let's get kicking off on disney news where you don't have to wait 10 hours for a ride not yet uh, maybe in august um <laughs> By the way, what I've heard is that California has gone really smooth, but they have that reservation, yeah. they have that reservation thing. Uh, well, are they going to start that way with us? No, no, no reservations here. It's Why? just walk in and it's every man for itself. Because we're the more destination location. So um, it's okay if we're more chaotic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean they can't they I'm can't limit it like they can in California. But I just feel like everybody said about how it's been such a great experience. I just don't know why you wouldn't do it too. But I don't know. I don't know how hard it was for them to do the res- you know get reservations either. I think it was tough to get them, but I don't know. Um. So guess what got added to Toy Story Land? What? A nice Forky prop. So Forky, the new oh, character from yeah. Toy Story Four, is now. You know, they, in, if you've never been to Toy Story Land, they have a whole bunch of um, 
walls. Is that where you're going with that? Not even close. I was going with characters. <laughs> they have a whole bunch of characters that um, are like huge, uh, you know, big prop Me? characters. Oh, oh, you're saying, okay, like Woody at the entrance. Yeah, like Woody at the okay. entrance, Rex and, uh, you know, Jesse, Jesse on Slinky Dog, that kind of thing. So they have a Forky, uh, one of that, uh, somewhere in the park. It's kind of hard to tell where it's exactly at from looking at the picture, but yeah, it's a it's a big version of Forky. So we also didn't report on the fact that now Bo Peep is meeting there. I mean, we knew it was coming, but she's she's officially there. Yeah, we don't also know if this Forky is always going to stay there because. Oh. I saw, um... Oh, I was gonna say, because... Well, one, it it never made sense anyway, right? I mean, we're in Andy's backyard. A lot of Bonnie's toys are in there, too. It's kind of confusing, right? So, I I don't know if we think Forky is gonna stay... I mean, this is, like, pretty much ten years before Forky's even made at this point. Um, So, I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but, you know, it's... it's, uh, I think it's good in the sense that... You know, in relation to Toy Story 4 coming out, and people are going to be walking the land wondering about Toy Story 4. Where's Forky? Where's, you know, this person? Where's that person? And they already have them in the land. Bam. Right. I was going to say, that's where it gets hard. Like, on this whole, like, you know, trying to stay, like, oh, yeah, well, we're in Andy's right, backyard. Exactly. But at the same time, you want to be able to add those newer characters and stuff like that you know right and you but you want it also to make sense and that's where it kind yeah. of uh, doesn't you know although i don't think i don't know i i just i that's the other part it's like i don't think that far into things i know that there's people that do but i don't think that far into it See, like, i mean i i thought i thought about it when i was in the land the first time i was in the land and we're getting on slinky dog and they had stuff with like trixie the triceratops and I was like, uh, I turned to Joy, and I was like, "Isn't she Bonnie's toy? <laughs> like, why is she? Uh, why is she here?" But you know, you, you kind of look past it at times, and it, it's fine. It's just this is this is the trouble they get themselves into by, like, like we've talked about previously, becoming so focused on putting you in the story instead of just a collection of stories. You know, right, in, in right. Fantasyland, it's very normal to see like Robin Hood walking past Lady Tremaine. Uh, in Toy Story Land, it's jarring when Forky and Trixie are in Toy Sto- in Andy's backyard ten years before they're even, you know, uh, uh, Bonnie's toys. You know, because Andy is playing in his backyard, and then later he goes to college, and that's when they get, you know. So it's kind of confusing um, in that regard. But moving on, uh, that's our Toy Story 4 little bit at the beginning here, but we got some more stuff at the end that we'll talk about. Oh, I also... Oh, oh we, and then, say, like you said, the Bo Peep meet and greet. That, and um, I also heard that... I think it's um, at the, like, exit of Toy Story Mania, there's, like, a little shop yes. there now. Yes, we, we talked about it before that they were putting one up, but it's... Yeah. It's uh, it is open, yeah. Now, it's only a pop-up shop, though, right? Yes, supposedly. Like, temporary? Supposedly. Uh, yeah. Um, so we have some, I don't know if this is official, let's just say it wasn't announced by Disney, so let's, let's go by that. 
but WW News Today is reporting that Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster will be the first backwards launching roller coaster in Disney World. Oh yeah, I did read about this. So uh, we'll see if that's correct. It has not been well, confirmed I, by Disney. So uh, I was gonna say I read that you launch off that way, like go and up and spin right up the thing. Yeah, like and when you get to the top, then you spin and turn around. So you're not gonna be like backwards for a long time. In case somebody was worried about that. Cool. Yeah, and you know what I'm thinking we might want to do too. Um, I'll just say it on the show so that way we actually maybe do it. But uh, so our you know a few listeners can hold us to it. Uh, but what I was thinking is like in August when they're doing D twenty three, maybe we should do an episode for each panel. You know, like the big panels. Like on I think on Friday is the movies, and like Saturday is something else and, oh, okay, and then okay. sunday is the parks i think saturday is like the streaming or something you know what i'm saying like and you kind of go like where we can kind of cover in depth each thing and then just you know publish it you know each day or something mm-hmm. that might be uh that might be an idea um so that way we don't have one long show but we have three shows because i think when you get into trouble with our last d23 our first episode ever right we had uh, it was a long one because there was just so much stuff to get through. So if you do it in three, it's a lot easier for people to, uh, you know, say what. Well, and it helps too, I think, where people might say, you know what, I'm not really into Disney Plus. I'm gonna, I want to hear more about the rides and the movies, etc. Where we're able to, you know, kind of give you what you want, type type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's might might be what we do for D twenty three because it it seems very evenly evenly broken down this year uh, as compared to other years. So um, so we'll probably I'll probably just watch whatever if there's any live streams or whatever or just follow updates and we can just record maybe thirty forty five minutes each or whatever. But that way. Yeah. You know, when you have, like, a a a two-and-a-half-hour episode, it's a lot harder for people to, you know, like, be like, where did I leave off on this episode? I mean, yeah, it keeps track sometimes, but it's, like, I feel like it's a a lot easier to say, I've got three small ones, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's probably more appealing to listen to, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, what I'm hearing... From WDW News Today, uh, what they're saying on their website, and again, they've gotten some stuff wrong, so I'm not really saying this is the be-all, end-all, it's just, you know, kind of where we start looking for pulling uh, articles, but uh, this is supposedly exclusive to them, and I don't see it on anything else so far, but that they're, and we don't, again, I, I, I'm gonna, I don't know how much I believe this right away, so that they already have expansions uh, ready for Galaxy's Edge, and they would happen in 2027, according to internal documents. Wow. Um, you know, the resort opens in 2021. I mean, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I, Where's the land in California for this? Is, yeah. is what I'm wondering. So I don't know about that. Unless if they still have some other land they hadn't used to really build out that back. 
But let's go back to Hollywood. This is something you sent me before, and uh, we're, we're going to cover it because we didn't cover it last time because it's kind of new. But starting August 29th, Hollywood Studios is changing their Fast Pass tier system. So I want to let everybody know this before you guys go down there. Um, so that's the day that Galaxy's Edge opens, which, again, does not have any Fast Passes. Um, Alien Swirling Saucers, Slinky da- Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster are all going to be Tier 1 attractions, which means that you can only be able to select one of those as a Fast Pass reservation. Uh, Star War- Star Tours The Adventure Continues remains a Tier 2 attraction. Uh, so then all the shows, like First Time in Forever... Muppet, uh, Muppet Vision, Indiana Jones are going to be Tier 2 as well. In my case, if you have this many Tier 1 attractions, break it down into three tiers, right? And you get one of each. That's, yeah. You get I three agree. Fast Passes. You can That's then put... You can put Slinky Dog, Swirling Saucers into Tier 2. Tier 1 would be Mania, uh, Twilight Zone, Rock Tier... Th- even Tier... Two could still you could add in Star Tours then, and then Tier Three would be all the shows. Like that's that's a simple. It's simple. You pick one of each. Yeah, I agree. It's I don't know. I kind of I've been liking or I've been okay with how it's set up now because Toy Story's all in its own thing, and then it's like everything else. So then you're able to do like Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror, all you know. Yeah. All in one, but... Alright, so... Other news here. It's parade news in Disneyland. We have... um, A new daytime parade coming to Disneyland. It's going to be called Magic Happens. It's coming next year in 2020. uh, Which is the first time in nine years that they've changed it. Which has been there since summer of 2011. It's been the Soundsational Parade. Alright, I feel like we've talked about this before. But I feel like when we were kids, they changed parades a lot more often. I thought so, too. Yeah. I I thought so, too. Or at least they would add in floats. Like, it was like, Lion King's out this year. Lion King float. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like so bummed that we keep the same ones, like, for so long. Well, we'll have to research that. We should probably do an episode about... Uh, parades, and then like our favorite parades. Oh, and we could record that in advance, and on weeks where we have trouble getting an episode, we just put it up. I think that's a good idea. That is um, a good idea. I think that's a good idea. Okay. Well, do they still have that color paint the night one or whatever? Uh, yeah, it left and came back. So yeah. See, I, why don't why haven't we gotten a new nighttime one? Uh, I think they're saving it for 2021. When everything's open. Yeah, the 50th. I think they're saving it for the 50th. Ugh, that would be so wonderful. I miss the nighttime thing. Plus, I don't know, I just think that, yeah, I miss the old one, but, like, I'd be excited to see a, another new nighttime one come, you know? Yeah. So, rumored to be in this Magic Happens parade uh, is Sorcerer Mickey, Peter Pan, Moana, Frozen, Coco, Cinderella, Princess and the Frog, and Sword in the Stone. Oh, I like Sorcerer Mickey. 
Uh, Disney has yet to officially announce the new parade, but it is expected they will do so at D23. And when is that? Spring or summer of next year. Oh, okay, so we got a while. And that's all the park news, unless you have anything, and then we can sweep it on over to some movies and video games. Not that I can think of. Honestly, I feel like I don't even remember now what we've, you know... Talked about. I don't feel like I've seen as much lately either. Like It's be been a dry spell. This has been a great time to be <laughs> missing weeks. It really has yeah. been pretty slow. I was going to say, I really... Which is great. There will be some weeks where, like, as soon as we're done recording, I see, like, four things pop up. Right, something. and here's one of those things, too. So if we go over to streaming, this happened literally right after we were done recording. I read this article... Minutes later, I was uh, I was about to call you up and be like, "Let me just add this in there," but um, <laughs> so um, uh, so apparently, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. It's called Legend of the Three Caballeros. Uh, oh yes, it's aired in on Disney Life or Disney Lifestyle, whatever it is, uh, the channel uh, streaming service over in the Philippines, Disney Life. Okay, um. And uh, it's coming to it's coming to Disney Plus, which is what we kind of thought when we was first when we first talked about it, right? We were like, well, it makes sense, right? Um, it is uh, Disney's removed a pass. Originally, they had had a passage in a D twenty three article that said it was going to be on there at launch. They've replaced the at launch. Um, we just don't know when it's going to start on on Disney Plus. So, I, I mean, and I think that's stupid, to be honest. I'll tell you that much. And the reason why I tell you that much is because uh, this thing has aired for like a year over in uh, the Philippines with the English voice cast. Why are we waiting after launch? It doesn't even make sense. Right, right. doesn't even make sense. Uh, it should be really simple. Uh, also, in Disney+, Plus, uh, they are adding a new Chip and Dale comedy oh, series yeah. animated series um which is uh um apparently they're par- like that new animation too yeah right? yeah yeah but they don't have an official name for the series yet i don't think but it's gonna include 39 episodes of about seven minutes each do you know the bummer about this new animation is what so we have an app on our Apple TV that's Mickey Shorts. Mm-hmm. That's all it is on there. Mm-hmm. And now Nathan won't watch any of the old ones because he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, he can uh, tell that it's old. Yeah. And he doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, that sucks. And I'm like, but they're good. They're still good. They just look a little different. Yeah, These we... people look a little scary sometimes. Goofy <laughs> yeah, looks scary. Goofy looks scary. Yeah. But we were just talking about this earlier, weren't we, with uh, the new Warner Brothers um, Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney Tunes. Looks amazing. It looks like it's just uh, new versions of the old cartoons. And, you know, there's been a few times where they've tried different styles with Looney Tunes. And yeah. none of them really stuck. So I think they were like, "Hey, let's just go back to what worked in the '40s, right?" I mean, um, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's the same way with those cartoons with him because he's been on a kick with watching a lot of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and like we have a Roadrunner disc, you know, yeah, like yeah. DVD you used to watch it all the time, and, right? Yeah, and it's like a newer animation. It's not like the old old one. You know what I mean? Like it looks, it looks newer. Like I don't know how to explain it, but so he's more into that too than than the old ones, but. Um, so Disney Company today announced, uh, not today, but when this uh, press release came out, that they are, uh, applications are open for its first Disney Launchpad Shorts Incubator. It's a new opportunity for up to six directors from underrepresented backgrounds to present diverse perspectives through the production of original live-action short films of proposed initial... Uh, for a proposed initial exhibition on the upcoming streaming service Disney Plus, they'll be paired with directors will be paired with creative executive mentors from across the Walt Disney Company, and challenged to create original films that celebrate the inaugural theme of Discover and align with the Disney brand values. So there you go. Select shorts will have the opportunity to live on Disney Plus and may be considered for further development based on the shorts' quality. And performance on the platform, future arc, and other factors. Though future development is not guaranteed. But it's cool to get different people uh, into the directors. Uh, because I think one of the things that happens a lot of the times is... Uh, I mean, we have a lot of white guy directors. And the reason why is because people look, oh, they're experienced. Well, it's the same way with like coaches, right? When you look at... like. A coach, and like if if the Ravens fired John Harbaugh right now, and uh, for people outside of Baltimore, he's the Baltimore Ravens head coach. But if if you fired John Harbaugh like right now, right, the people that the first names that are going to come up are going to be names of experienced coaches that have already been around and have already coached a million years, you know. Uh, but that's not even how he started. He was a special teams, you know, coordinator, you know. So. If you never give the people chances, how are we ever going to break the cycle of just having the same old people over and over and over again directing, you know? Right, it's that right. fallacy, you know? It's almost the same thing when you're looking at a, all the millennials in here, looking at uh, job applications, right? And they say, uh, must have a bachelor's degree and seven years of experience. And you're like, well, yeah. how do I get the experience if it's an entry-level position? How do I get the experience if I can't even get the entry-level position? Yeah. You know? Yeah. it It's that kind of stuff. So at least with this program, it's giving new people opportunities to direct. And, 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 and you know, YouTube's been this way now, too. You know, now that everybody has a camera in their pocket and their cell phone more people are getting their voices heard because they're able to, you know, if you were a younger kid, and why I feel like a lot of directors have kids that are directors, right, are because uh, they may have had that equipment at home that was expensive, you know what I'm saying? Where now you don't even have to buy your own camera. It's already in your pocket, in your cell phone, and you can kind of tell your stories. So with our age and technology, you know, everything's getting um, easier for people to film and you know create their own radio shows like podcasts everybody has a podcast nowadays uh, yeah um, it, it is way easier for people to have you know youtube and podcasts and blogs and right just anything now um 
and I got two last things here, so it's a it's a short one today. Um, but Star Wars Celebration, which is like the Star Wars convention for, um, you know, like a Comic Con type thing for just Star Wars, is going to be returning to Anaheim, California. It was in Chicago this year. It's going to be in Anaheim next year, and that's going to be August twenty seventh to August thirtieth. Tickets go on sale June 21st at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific this year. So, um, I'd love to go one year, but I just I should have went when it was in Florida, you know, but or Chicago this year. But it, it it's just a lot to afford when I can catch a lot of that celebration stuff on live streams at yeah. this rate, you know. And I'm not going to pay the money to do meet and greets, you know, for like the actors and stuff. It's I, I can just stay at home. <laughs> the last bit of news, and this will be fun for Lucas and Nathan, I think. Uh, so coming out next year, this is a new video game, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. So oh. just announced includes every adventure from Episode One through Nine, upcoming wow. Rise of Skywalker. Uh, the first epi- seven episodes have already been told in Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga and Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Um, this collection will re-release those previous adventures as well as include episode 8 and 9 for the first time. It was announced during Microsoft's E3 uh, media briefing. It's going to be the first Lego Star Wars since 2016 with Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. No specific release date. Though uh, the trailer did say a 2020 release date, a 20 or window, I guess. Um, it's going to be on Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Yeah, we they love those Lego games. Me too. I think I might get this one on Switch. I usually get them on PS4, but I think I'd like to have another another game for Switch. And it's a lot easier to have multiplayer, I think. So like when the boys are up and stuff, it's just easier to oh, yeah. with the Switch. I have like four oh. controllers for it, you know. Lucas has been looking for, I guess we don't have it, I don't know, do, do you have it, or, I don't know, Lego Pirates, uh, he, we just don't have it anymore. Um, I think you guys have it up at Mom and Dad's, on so, the 360, so um, it should play, I think, on your one, I don't know. Yeah, I think it does, but yeah, he was looking at that, or looking for that in GameStop, because we don't have it here, but... Well, see, you know, when they come up, uh, maybe they can take it down. Yeah. So, um... Because mom and dad don't play it. (laughs) What? I said mom and dad don't play it, so I think he's good. I don't think they'll miss it. Oh, we didn't say anything about the Frozen trailer. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, You know, I was just saving it for last. I actually got two things, too. Uh, so let's let's talk first about... I totally forgot, because it wasn't written down on my thing. Toy Story 4, first reactions. Uh, the critic reviews are out. Um, when I checked earlier, it was at 100% on Rotten That's Tomatoes. Too. Uh, let me just check again here at the time of recording. Um, doing much better than Men in Black International, which is at 24% right now. Uh I mean, I don't, I don't know who was really um, looking forward to a new one. Ninety reviews, and it's at a hundred percent. It's already certified fresh. Wow. Here's the critic consensus: heartwarming, funny, and beautifully animated. Toy Story Four manages the unlikely feat of extending and perhaps concluding a practically perfect animated saga. 
um, let me tell you, this makes me a little feel, feel a little better about it. <laughs> uh, you know, we talked about after the trailer of um, how we are feeling about it, and we kind of thought it seemed a little too close to Toy Story 2, but it seems like everybody is kind of having these reactions of really good, and, you know, a lot of reviews said it made them cry again. So, they must be doing something right. Um, yeah, I also heard something recently, too, and I can't remember... Uh, I can't remember exactly what they said about it now. But whatever they said, I was like, oh, that makes me think that it's... It's not what I'm thinking it'll be. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It'll be something different. Which is good. I mean, I it made me more excited for it just knowing... Because you never know, you know, after how perfect Toy Story 3 was, you're like, why do they have to touch this again? But it seems like they really knocked it out of the park... Um, and maybe this might be the last one until they come up with a great idea for Toy Story 5 <laughs> 10 years from now and start working on it again. I mean, this movie this movie has been delayed twice or once, at least once. It was supposed to come out in 2017. Um, That's crazy. It got flipped with... What movie? Hmm... Well, it, I mean, it also got flipped with Incredibles 2, so it was supposed to come out last year as well, I think, too. So, yeah, it got pushed back twice. Um, hey, did I tell you that one of the girl that I went to school with was in the Contemporary last weekend? Did no, I tell you this? No, I don't think so. And, you know, all the cast was down there, and they were on the elevator, and when the elevator opened, Tom Hanks got off, and he was talking to her daughter. Tom Hanks is just so awesome. Isn't that cool, though? Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. I was like, wow, that is so crazy. I mean, the kid's only like two, three. She has no clue, but... <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, people were, like, asking her pictures, and she was like, it just all happened so fast. Like, yeah, you, know? you can't really, you know, you can't yeah. really do it that quick. Yeah, but anyway, I just thought that was cool. I was so jealous. I was like, man, I wish I was down there last weekend, because they had them all, like, in the park. There you go. That's the uh, celebrity sighting of the week. <laughs> yep. On our show. Um, yeah, and then, uh, as you said, Frozen. Frozen 2's trailer just came out. Uh, first thoughts? I don't know. Honestly, I watched it on mute the other day, so I don't really have... Well, you might want to watch it with sound. I, th- I hear it makes it a lot better. Uh, I can't even remember what I was doing that I was like, I was watching it, but I couldn't hear it. I don't remember. But, um, I mean, it looks good. It looks action-packed and stuff. I think I heard a little bit at the end, but I don't know. It, apparently, it wasn't very memorable to me, though. <laughs> I mean, I think it looks great. I, I, I could be better than the first, uh, if the songs are up to snuff. Um because it just looks beautifully animated. It looks like it's a, a journey with the whole gang. It, you know, that, that's pretty interesting. Um, It'll be funny for sure. I mean, like, once you, you know, there's a lot of funny elements to it with... Yeah, but let me tell you, the marketing everything. for this is much better than marketing for number one. Uh, so, um, so I think it can make more money than number one. <laughs> the, the fact that number one made a billion dollars off the marketing of it being an, a snowman reindeer comedy is mind-blowing to me. You can't even yeah. see Elsa in the material for promotion. Uh, it, I, I remember watching trailers for it in my apartment when I was on program, and I was like, 
I don't even know what this movie's about. Like, it just looks like it's about a talking snowman and a reindeer. And it it just uh, was much better when you actually sat down to watch it. So, um, the f- trailers for this have been phenomenally better and not giving away anything, but also making sure you know it's about Elsa and Anna compared to a snowman and reindeer. So, we're, we're in the right spot there. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, and... and the crazy thing is, if you were 10 years old when you saw the first uh, Frozen movie, you're now 16 years old. So that nostalgia is right there Shoot, for 16 year olds. It's been six years, yeah. 2013, yeah. It's yeah, I guess crazy. so. Nathan was like little because I didn't take him. So they almost hit it perfectly, right? Because you have the people that were young that grew up and they're like especially like 16 is almost where you're like kind of you don't care what other people are thinking and you're like oh, i'm nostalgic i want to go see this movie right and then you have um the people that have grown up with it like nathan who's been it, it was one years old when it came out or whatever and he's probably like yeah i want to see more of these and then you have the people that have caught up on it since they were born right that might be going out and you have the parents and adults like me that enjoyed it that might have had kids since then uh, that want to go see it. So It's interesting. I was just saying about that because it doesn't feel like it's been that long. No. Because I still feel like it is the highlight of young kids who are even younger than when it came out. You know, like we just went to a birthday party last weekend for a three-year-old and it was Elsa, all about Elsa. And it's just kind of, like, mind-blowing to me because I feel like, well, you've had Moana since then. Yeah, it's crazy that nothing has kind of matched Frozen Fever. Well, even Zootopia made a billion-some dollars, uh, but it was not as, like, popular. I think it's a little different, too, because it's not princess. Yeah, but I mean... The little girls are going to be hooked on the princesses, but it's just... But, yeah, we haven't had any other ones since then. We had Big Hero 6 in 2014... No movie in 2015. You have 2016 as Moana, right? Which, uh, Zootopia and Moana. And, um, while Moana is great, and I probably liked it more than Frozen, I, I like the songs probably better than Frozen, but it, it was, um, not as popular for whatever reason. And it's then, weird. yeah, and then you have, um, uh, 2017 was. What else came out? Wreck It Ra- No, there was nothing in 2017, right? Because there was two in 16, and then 2018 was Wreck It Ralph uh, breaks the internet. So there's been nothing to really match this, you know, in, in that regard. So yeah, I mean, for the boys, yeah, Big Hero Six because of Baymax. Um, for um. You know, like we talked about Zootopia, that's more almost like I'd say a whole family enjoys that, but yeah, yeah. it's not like directed at one or the other. Not that the other ones are; it's just uh, people certain seem to favor certain um, yeah, certain yeah. ones. But yeah, kind of crazy to think yeah. about that. Um, yeah, like so in my eyes, it doesn't seem like it's been that long because it's like man. Well, we would have had gigantic somewhere in here. We would have had it like last year. Um, which may have changed it a bit because I think that has a you know little girl giant in there and uh, yeah, but Jack, I mean if Moana but... didn't, you know, 
But this would have had the... I don't know. You, you never know. What, I mean, who would have thought Frozen would have been the one that kind of breaks the dam on the Renaissance or the whatever they're calling this one. The um... Not that I felt like we were in a rut, though, either. No, but I mean, like, none of the Disney movies had made as much money as they had until Frozen. I mean, you uh, had Lion yeah, King, then you had Frozen, and then Zootopia right after that. Each, each, each reaching so, a billion. Um, Nathan is hooked on asking us questions about reading, like, our favorite rides and movies and things like that. Like, just real randomly in the car. Oh, come okay. up with this. And say that you have to say, oh, and your favorite snack. That was the only one. Um, so he'll want us to pick two, and then we, like, each take a turn, and then we have to say, like, our next two favorites or something. So... Anyway, we were doing it the one day, and he asked favorite Disney movie, mm-hmm. and Lucas said Zootopia, and then Nathan said Zootopia, I think, too. He said, yeah, me too. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Jay would like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, sign me I up for those two sequels. One. I can watch that one over and over <laughs> Which one? Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia is really good. Jason Bateman, um, the one who plays Snow White in Once Upon a Time. I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, I can't remember her name right now. It was literally on the tip of my tongue, It's like, Jennifer or Jennifer, right? right? I can't remember yeah. the last oh, name. Goodwin, Goodwin. Goodwin, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, I think that about wraps us up. But, you know, so uh, I guess I'm going to try to go see Toy Story 4 next week. So hopefully I have something to talk to everybody about when I see it. We're trying to go. We won't go until, like... The 25th or something. Whatever that Tuesday is after it comes out. It's the 25th, yeah, because the 26th is my birthday, and that's a Wednesday. <laughs> um, so I'll probably talk about it a bit, and then we'll probably do a, a full-on uh, episode. Oh, and just want to give you a brief thoughts on Aladdin. You haven't been able to do that since I'd seen it, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, we loved it. Um, Constantly it listening to it, right? What? Constantly listening to the soundtrack. Oh, constantly. Both of them were like, can we listen to this one? Um, so they both have their, well, they both have their own playlists on our Spotify thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they both have the songs from it on their own playlist. That's funny. But, um, yeah, they love Prince Ali and um, A Friend Like Me. Arabian Nights. I'm trying to think of what else. I only have two of the songs, I think. I think I have Prince Ali and uh, Friend Like Me. So. Well, Nathan was walking around singing Speechless earlier. Really? So that was funny. Yeah. Like, little, out of nowhere, he said he started singing. And we've only listened to that one a couple of times, but he does like it. it that was one Joy didn't really like. I mean, she. I think she liked the song. She didn't like the, the part where all the people were disappearing while it was going on. Welcome everybody. I I uh, I made that happen. <laughs> well, that and like everybody. Everybody, right? Everybody was saying about how great it was. And I was like, okay, I guess maybe we, you know, maybe I shouldn't wait three months to see this. So, um, you know, it was the kids' last day of school. Also, uh, one of those discount Tuesdays. So I was like, all right, let's 
this will right. be our, you know, night to go. And, um, but I was super impressed. I don't know. I just, nothing really like captured me by like the trailers or whatever. That mm-hmm. was like, I had to see it. And it's not that I don't like Aladdin. I've always loved Aladdin. Um, but I don't know. It just was like, kind of like, eh, I don't know. And fatigue. I was kind of over the, well, I was just kind of over the, um, Live like action. the live action thing, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, God. And it's just so many new movies coming out that I'm like, okay, we have to start picking and choosing what we're yep. seeing because yep. we're going to see Toy Story 4 and then we're going to see Spider-Man right yep. after it. <laughs> yep. A week later, not even. Yeah. Or probably, yeah, about a week or two oh, later. exactly a week later for us. But, like, so, anyway, we went and, yeah, I was super impressed, really surprised by it. Um, I loved the whole opening of it and, just I, I don't know I guess I just went in it was one of those that I didn't go in with super high expectations even after everybody was saying how good it was I was trying not to like overly you know pump myself up for it because yeah. if I go in super you get high expectations yeah. I get so disappointed and I just so I don't think I just think that I you know, kind of went in. That's what happened thinking, with you and Moana, wasn't it? Yeah, I went in with really high expectations for that one. And and not that it wasn't good. It was just like I psyched myself up for it so yeah. much, you know. I just... That was me with uh, Breaks the Internet, right? I mean, that's yeah, what we were yeah. talking about last year. So, no, it was really good. The music's awesome. The colors are awesome. I think Will Smith did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't trying to be Robin Williams. He was his own thing. Yeah. No, and it worked. And um, what was the other thing I was going to say? You know, I, I sent you something. Now I can't remember what it was. I sent you something the one day, and it was like, my kids are going to remember so-and-so for this and not this. Or everybody thinks of, I can't even remember. But in that moment, I thought to myself, my kids are going to think, remember Will Smith for Aladdin and not like for Fresh Prince. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like a whole new Or DJ thing. Jazzy like, Jeff and the Fresh no, Prince. Yeah, they have no idea, um, you know, who he really was. And then it's like starting to realize, oh, wait, he's, he's in other stuff and he sings. And I'm like, yeah. So, um, and it is funny because, um, Nathan actually brought up Men in Black because we rode that ride. And then of course, you know, the guy from Thor and Chris. Yep. And the girl from Thor. Yep. Huh? And the girl from Thor, Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, the old one though, like the original one was Will Smith and it, it was on TV last night. So I recorded it for them to Oh, cool. But, yeah, it's funny. I know, and I cannot... I can't find oh, it oh, any oh, other oh, The Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, uh-huh, Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah. Old Town Road instead of Achy Breaky Heart. Yeah, and it's breaking my Achy Breaky Heart. Yeah, there's there's pretty much three ways people look at Billy Ray Cyrus. Achy Breaky Heart, Hannah Montana's dad, and then, and then uh, no, Old Town no. Road. Yeah, and they're all perfectly spaced out. <laughs> yeah, it's like each generation. Yep. So what is he going to do next? I guess we'll find out in 10, 15 years. Uh, yeah. But anyway, 
anyway, it, it was just funny because I saw that and we had just watched that movie and I was like, huh, just funny, you know, like the kids yeah. are going to think of him in this and not that. It's just funny. Yeah, it is, it is crazy how there are times where, um, like, okay, Joy and I watching Cheers, right? And we uh-huh. see, we see, um, yeah, Woody Harrelson, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, I asked her, I was like, you know who that is, right? And she was like, no. I was like, that's Woody Harrelson. She was like, okay. Like, she didn't know. <laughs> and I was like, you know the guy from Hunger Games? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's. That's him. Like, that's how she knew him, right? From, like, movies. When I started seeing him in movies all the time, I was like, it's Woody from Cheers, right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's kind of crazy to think about it that way. Um, even same thing with Ted Danson. I, I knew Ted Danson from Cheers growing up watching on Nick at Night, while, like, she mostly knows him from when we watch, like, The Good Place on NBC, you know, and I'm like, that's the same uh, guy, Joy, you know? Like, or even Becker is what I'm Becker, yeah, you know, he's, again, he's been in so many shows, and he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm, he's in tons of stuff all the time. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy how that, you know, that kind of happens. Um, I mean, I, you could probably think of multiple examples. Oh, I'll tell you one, too. Okay, I was listening to the radio, this made me upset, not Disney-related. I guess, well, you can make it Disney-related, because he directed solo okay there we go ron howard so (laughs) it was ron howard's like birthday or something i don't know but no it wasn't his birthday i I don't know what made it but they do the the trivia thing on the radio and they were like uh you know ron howard like i think it was like their anniversary or whatever i don't know howard and his Uh wife and they say Howard, uh, you know, like, gotta start as, gotta start playing Richie Cunningham on what sitcom? And I said, Happy Days, but that wasn't his start. He was on Andy Griffith's show as Opie, you know? Uh, So, I mean, like, you get, and then, you know, the text started flooding in with people saying that. But, um, I was like, it's crazy, you know? That's another one. People think of him as, uh, you know, Opie from uh, there, or people think of him from Richie Cunningham, or the narrator on Arrested Development, or the director. You know, like, he's got so much stuff going on. Oh, yeah. So. You know what's funny is, Zach doesn't even freaking know what Happy Days is. Yeah, neither does Joy, <sighs> I don't think. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Sunday, Monday? Nope. It's, like, lost on him. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, it really is, like, Nick at Night, I think pretty much is your basis of what people know, right? Like, when I was growing up, Nick at Night was Cheers, uh, probably Happy Days, and um, uh, I know Happy Days was on the mornings at Nickelodeon, I think. Um, Same thing with, like, Gilligan's Island, right? And then uh, you have, like, Joy's Generation, where it was, at that time after that, it was just cartoons all the time or whatever. Until Nick at Night, and then Nick at Night, you would be more recent shows, right? Like Friends and stuff, like Friends. Yeah, it just seems like you kind of go off that barometer of what's on Nick at Night, um, and what's on syndication. You know, like people look back at The Office as an old show now, and I mean, it is. It's fifteen years old, pretty much. But, um, (laughs) you know, growing up for me, old shows was you know Gilligan's Island and stuff like that. So, you know what else is funny? So we were watching that show, Dead to Me. I don't know. You haven't watched it, right? No. Well, in a couple of the first episodes, the two girls are watching Facts of Life, right? Right, yeah. We used to watch that all the time on ABC Family. Right. So they were, the one was saying, like, oh, you're totally 
a Blair. And she's like, I am not a Blair. I'm a Joe. And she's like, you are not a Joe. How are you a Joe? And they're like going back and forth. And Zach was like, you you realize I have no idea what they're talking <laughs> about, right? Like, this is lost on me. I was like, facts of life. You don't know facts of life. And he's like, no, I have no idea what you're even talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but I guess that's where we'll wrap it up. Uh, enough walking down, you know, memory street USA. Um, so, uh, we'll catch you all next week. Uh, hopefully if everything goes okay with our recording schedule. Um, and, uh, we, you can find us on Twitter at, uh, BT Disney podcast, facebook.com slash beyond the dreams podcast. Where can they catch you on Instagram and the show? Um, Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram and All Geyer Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures on Instagram. All right. Well, uh, we'll catch you all hopefully next week, if not in two weeks, if there's not a lot of news really, (laughs) I guess. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, We're all busy people in a busy time of year. So Uh, catch you later. All right. See ya. Low battery. (laughs) See ya real soon. (laughs) 